Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! I got a little bit of just anger in my voice tonight, finding out our guest didn't get a link set. Nick's a no-call, no-show. Boy, we're, we're, I'm on fire tonight. All right, let's get things started, though, because you know what? We're back in L.A., Justin. Get the sunglasses on. It's time to chill. It's Hollywood time. We're back in L.A., for the sand, or so I'm about to say, San Diego Chargers. I mean, I mean, it just fits. It fits. Can't help it. I guess it's how it comes out. Ready for the, some Chargers football? Listen, I got some little side pieces for football teams. I like this. Is definitely one of those side pieces. Don't want to tell. Don't want to tell. Um, uh, Miami. I, I was going to say Coach Flores. I we're going to talk don't tell the dolphins but i do got a few side pieces let's get things started we got a fun show tonight welcome let's start the introductions welcome to the studio justin jesus herrera that's right tss fantasy actually commission funny thing you say that chargers have always been one of my secret guilty pleasure teams i've always loved them i mean i loved them when they were in san diego qualcomm stadium Always get cheap-ass tickets there because nobody wanted to go. But, yeah, it was always a good time in San Diego. You can go see the zoo and you can go see the Chargers play. And now you're in L.A., but you got the attraction now of Justin Herbert, one of the legends in the making at quarterback. It's going to be a fun, fun show, man. I can't wait. Yeah, you know what? We're a fantasy show, and this is one of the great fantasy teams to cover and not only offensively, this year, maybe defensively, too, might be something you might want to pick up in your fantasy drafts for sure. All right, again, let's get it started. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Why? Well, of course, you can get all of our great content. Why would you want to miss any of that? But we are having a contest as well. That's even more important. 
Leroy Butler, excuse me, Leroy, came by the studio and blessed us with a Hall of Fame jersey. We're giving it away to the people. We're like, you know what? It's for you, the people. Giving it away. Hall of Fame weekend to celebrate his induction. So get hit, just hit subscribe. That's it. You're entered to win. We'll give it away. Boom. It's yours. See what's up. Subscribe. That's all you got to do. Also, don't forget, visit TSSFantasy.com. We have all, all of our great stuff on there. Nick's, Nick just arrived, so I'm excuse me, a little distracted while I'm, my anger is coming out. Um, get all of our great stuff on there, including the round table where we have all of our uh, articles from Greg OJ, the Juice is Loose Mayor. We also have the show on your fantasy league, so you'll want to check that out as well. Um, that is that is it take your fantasy league essentially to the next level. Go to tssfantasy.com to check that out. Last thing I'll plug underdog fantasy, it's getting close to that time, ladies and gentlemen. Get on underdog fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. And we're going to have some great contests. That's going to include Dolphin tickets. Going to include some uh, Gatorland tickets. Some other things as well from TSS to you. We appreciate you guys. And that's why we're doing it for you. Actually, Justin, why are we doing that though? Well, since Nick just took himself out, I will sing his part as well. We do it because we can. But we also do it because we are the fantasy show of the people. The fantasy show of the people, indeed. Dr. Miller has come with us here to L.A. We had a quick house call tonight before we bring our guest in. Let's hear from the doc. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in, and we might as well put some shades on because we're in the great city of L.A., where the the fame and glory for all fantasy knowledge has come to L.A., the Chargers. Lots of exciting players on this team, very fantasy relevant. So we had to bring the doc in. Dr. Miller, welcome into the studio. So good to be here in L.A. Coming up tonight on the house call, we're going to talk about a player who we have never discussed on this segment before. Oh, I like it. I like you. Well, let's start with the man, the myth, the legend, Austin Eckler, who was one of those guys that I had dubbed kind of injury prone, to say the least. Now, look, looking at his off-season regiment last year, I mean, this guy was having all types of Instagram photos with him working out. And it paid off. He had a great, healthy season last year, um, play, and played phenomenal um, throughout the throughout the season. So I gotta ask, what do you say now? His percent to the bench for Austin Eckler for twenty twenty two. I think this is a great case study into how easy it is for athletes to be described as injury prone or fragile, because your assessment of him as potentially injury prone based on his performance in 2020, is totally legit. In 2020, he missed six games with a hamstring injury. But let's pull that data point out of his career. And in the remaining four seasons, he's averaging 15 and a half games per season. So if we pull out that one year, this is a pretty durable back. And given his high red zone volume, it's a great first round pick. 
You know, again, pull out 2020 and there's nothing noteworthy in his injury history that gives me any concern. I feel good about him. 40% of the bench for Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. And let, let him be healthy again this season. Look out. Could be your number one overall fantasy back without a doubt. All right, let's go on to the receivers. Mike Williams hampered a little bit sometimes during his career um, with injuries. It really could have had, you know, so far, you know, he's had his ups and downs um, throughout his playing career. And like I said, it's due to injuries. Let's talk about 2022 and his percent to the bench coming into this season. Yeah, here's the guy we teased early in the segment. This is somebody we haven't ever spoken about on the house call segment, which like, that's a really good thing for Big Mike. If we're not talking about you on the house call, you're probably staying on the field. And if we look at his last four seasons, he, just like Eckler, is averaging 15 and a half games per season. Nothing on the radar last year. His knee had him listed once as questionable, but that didn't amount to anything at all. So Big Mike, 25% of the bench, feeling strong about the Chargers and their ability to stay on the field. Oof, a healthy Chargers team will be dangerous coming into this season and an already stealthy L.A. This offense with the healthy uh, running back, with healthy receivers, healthy QB, big things coming up for L.A. this year. All right, Dr. Miller, well, we do appreciate you. I know the L.A. fans appreciate you now, and we will see you on our next stop. Looking forward to it. See you then. And after the doctor is out, look who decided to join us. Welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandern Macaronis. Hey, how are we? A little busy. Okay. <laughs> Coming with the right mood tonight, indeed. All right. Hey, let's play it. We got our guest waiting. He doesn't care how grumpy Nick is. Let's get it started. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome into the studio, Dan Wolkens. Is it Wolkenstein or Stein? I'm sorry, I didn't want to mess up. Wolkenstein, but I'll take Dan. It's all, it's all that matters. Three words, awesome. three letters. On your Twitter, it's Dan Dan W. I was like, oh God, I don't know what his last name is. Welcome. <laughs> Good in. luck. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This is fun. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's the point. I want to celebrate Charger football and celebrate all things LA tonight. So let's get things started. Talk about the 2022 outlook for the Chargers. Now, last year, 
nine and eight. I, I just forgot that they went nine and eight last year. I was looking it up. I was like, they went nine and eight for real? Um, last season, offensively, uh, as far as yardage, fourth overall, you were fifth in points scored. Um, 21, 21st, excuse me, in rush yards and third in pass yards. Defensively, overall, 22 um, against total yardage. 30th in points against. Ooh, that stings. 30th in rush yards and 12th versus the pass. <clears throat> so free agency, um, you know, obvious big additions to the defense. You can see where the, the holes are with the Chargers, and they sure went to plug them. Starting with cornerback J.C. Jackson, uh, Justin astutely pointed out earlier, you saw what the Raiders were doing with Devontae Adams. Okay, let's. I see you. Let's go ahead and place our rook in there as well. J.C. So Jackson add in. You got Khalil Mack. I mean, you know, what What can you say about Khalil? Um, defensive tackle Austin Johnson. You got Kyle Vinoy as well. I didn't even see that pickup for you guys, so that's another bit decent pickup. Kyle Vinoy uh, does play um, decently at times for sure. Uh, cornerback Bryce Callahan um, and defensive end Morgan Fox. All additions, all defense, basically what they're looking at. They lost some line. You lost some line. I mean, really, just I, I don't even really see what you lost. Not really much because you added so much. It was like you really didn't miss any of the guys that really left. Um, <clears throat> in the draft, you went with the offensive lion, offensive lineman, excuse me, with uh, Zion Johnson. And why not protect Justin Herbert? Hello. That's definitely what we want to do with this high-powered high offense. I like that as well. The rest, pretty much defense. And then you also got Isaiah Spiller, which I like him in the fourth round as well. We were, you know, we were joking around. We're a fantasy show and we were talking college. And, you know, I don't, I don't have time for college, honestly. Like, you know, I got four kids. I don't have time. But looking up these stats, Isaiah Spiller looked nice. And he's a great addition to this offense. So looking at everything in its total, like, again, this is a team that was fourth overall and only looks to be even better this year. If not, if not just the same, could be even better. And the, the defense was your Achilles heel, which you definitely uh, called to uh, called in the offseason and definitely put some place pieces in place. So I like where you're going. I say 13 wins for this team. Um, that's where I see it. It's going to be a tough battle in this AFC West. Um, but I like you guys to ultimately take that battle. But who cares what I say? Let's bring in Dan. You're the expert in the house tonight. You tell me, sir, what's your 2022 outlook for the Chargers? Yeah, you hit a lot of nails in the heads there. Um, first of all, I mean, you look at last year, and you talked about the kryptonite, which was the Chargers defense. I mean, this offense was explosive. You saw Justin Herbert slinging it everywhere. Realistically, had an MVP caliber season if the team got to the playoffs. You had Austin Eckler, who led the league in touchdowns. You were talking about fantasy earlier. Led the league in touchdowns, 20 touchdowns total, 12 rushing, 8 receiving, and wasn't even a pro bowler, which is crazy. 2,000-yard uh, receivers in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, uh, both of which stayed healthy for the most part the entire season. Uh, Jared Cook kind of was hampered a little bit. But you're right. The defense was their Achilles heel. You saw it in that Week 18 game against the Raiders. They couldn't stop anybody on defense all year for the most part. They were decimated by injury, especially in the secondary. And you saw that come to fruition in some big, high-volume uh, games. Uh, look at the game against the Raiders. Look at the game against, uh, whether it was the Browns, look at the game against the Cowboys, and also the Vikings. They got torched uh, by Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. So what they what did they need to do? I mean, they were 
dead last, I believe, forty nine and a half percent on third down conversions as a defense. So they went all they went all in on defense. Uh, you mentioned all the guys. Also, Sebastian Joseph Day. They were horrible against the run. So combined, Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Khalil Mack, those three guys were there specifically for the run stop. We needed to fix that. Really, the only guy they lost on defense that was probably notable for this team was um, Kaiser White, went to the Eagles. He was an underrated player that we should have kept. We all wish he, we had kept him. Uh, but overall, the Chargers had a great offseason. And then they add to the offense Gerald Everett, who I believe is going to be one of the most underrated signings for this Chargers team. Uh, he hasn't eclipsed 500 yards throughout his career, but he's gotten better every year. And he's had no quarterback like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert just throws to the open man. So you look at J.C. Jackson, you look at Khalil Mack, you look at Brandon Staley and his aggressive style defense. They they had a prolific defense in terms of, excuse me, offense, in terms of the amount of fourth down conversions made and attempted. So they actually did it at a great clip. Outside looking in, people say, oh, they were too aggressive. It cost them games. No. If you watch the games closely, they had, they had won more games with those aggressiveness than they lost. So at the end of the day, the Chargers are going all in. That's kind of their... Their slogan for this season, Brandon Staley is kind of a defensive guru, and the the Chargers are there. They're ready for to hopefully take the AFC West. I think it's going to be either the Chiefs or the Chargers that take it, and it's going to be something for fantasy perspective. I'm telling you, Gerald Everett sleeper, Mike Williams sleeper, as well as if you get Justin Herbert on the cheap, take it to the bank. Yeah, great takes all the way. Um, what is your prediction, though, for the – for the charges, do you think that they take the whole thing? Where, where do you say they land? See, it's it's tough. Um, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a short answer longer. Uh, the char- <laughs> the charges are in a stacked AFC West. You know, they got Derek Carr, who I think is the worst quarterback of the four, but still admirable. You've got Russell Wilson now with the Broncos. You've got Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, and so it's gonna be a slugfest. I think those teams are all gonna beat each other up. If they get to 13 wins, I buy you a six pack. I just think that's gonna be hard to do in the AFC West. I have been going either 11 and six, maybe 12 and five. And that's just because of how hard their schedule is. They go up against a juggernaut of a schedule. They go up against teams like the Titans, like the Colts, like the Niners, all three of which are very hard to beat tough teams along with the AFC West. So I have them going in terms of where they should land at the end of the season. If they don't get to the AFC championship game, in my opinion, it's a fail of a season. They have to, they have too good of an offense, too good of a quarterback and too many stars on this team. I haven't mentioned Derwin James. I haven't mentioned Joey Bosa. I haven't mentioned Asante Samuel Jr. They have so many guys on this team. The issue they've had in the past has been their depth, and when their top guys get hurt, the bottom guys can't step up. Now their team is incredibly deep, not many holes on this roster, and they're a force you've reckoned with this year. Yeah, let me just say this. Dan, so far this season, man, like literally came on our show so far, and I think he hit every segment we're going to hit. And one take. That was awesome, Dan. No, it was great. Good stuff. I'm fired up. Let's bolt up. Nick, what say you on the 2022 Chargers? Yeah, they are uh they are in in my estimation, they are by far the hardest division in in football. Uh again, you know, I was watching some big fancy network today and they were saying, you know, how uh usually in the past Russell Wilson, whenever he step on the field, he's usually He's easily the best, the best quarterback on the field. Not this year. They, you know, not, not against their, your Mahomes and your Herberts and your, um, who am I missing? 
car, but you know, car, car. Okay, cars gonna have a big season. So um, <laughs> it's it's gonna be tough. I like Justin Her- uh, Herbert. I'm thinking now, though, what he's done in the past is what everyone thinks he's going to do. What the what what he did in the past, they think that that's going to be his baseline. So it's hard to go from the from the penthouse to what the roof. I mean, I mean, to, to me, it's hard. So when you have a team like that, uh, the only thing that's really stopping them is number one injuries, and then uh, coaching decisions when it comes down to uh, crunch time. So with that being said, they've improved. Like you've you've hit it on everyone. You've they lost Kazir White, uh, and they filled them with Khalil Mack. So uh, what my thing is, what they need to do is they need to get Eckler the ball on the ground more. They need more of a running game from him. And then they solidify the tight end position with Gerald Everett, like you said. So those were that's one giant plus. So I'm going to go, you improve to 12 and 5 this year. I think you got second in the, in the division and you should uh, represent uh, or, or take a um, – wild card spot all right justin what say you are you on the roof for the chargers this year oh i'm i'm through the roof i was a couple years ago when i picked up justin herbert as in the second week after he took over after somebody intentionally stabbed tyrod taylor in the lung um <laughs> i was through the roof then because he came harding <laughs> exactly exactly um, that trainer is a hero now, by the way. <laughs> but um, I was through the roof then because you step on the field and you immediately push Patrick Mahomes to his limit. I'm sorry, man. You, you've you already got my vote. Um, and after that, he's just continuously improved, gotten better. Everybody had all these questions about whether he could, you know, go read to read. Um, he answered those last year. I mean, come on. This guy joined in a very exclusive club that Kamish, your boy, is a part of Dan Marino and Patrick Mahomes himself is a part of. And that's it. That's it. That's two that's a future that's a future Hall of Famer and a Hall of Famer right there. And that is breaking five thousand yards in your first two seasons. So this is I mean, Justin Herbert sky's the limit with him. Austin Eckler, I think, takes a little bit of a uh, return to the back there. I mean, I don't think he's going to do 20 touchdowns. That just seems unreasonable for him to get 20 again. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. He still hasn't gotten a thousand yards as a rusher. Um, Isaiah Spiller, he's coming on the field. Don't know what he is. 
Justin Jackson was supposed to be the guy to supplement him. Joshua Kelly was supposed to be the guy to supplement him. Larry Roundtree was supposed to be the guy to supplement him. They still haven't found it. They think that Spiller's the guy. Eckler says he wants to take less touches. He wants to be more effective. Um, we'll see where that leads. Um, really, what I really love that Dan said is Gerald Everett. I've been trying to get people to get on Gerald Everett all fucking season long. This guy is a beast. He's always been a beast. He's just never been a featured part of an offense. What this offense has been missing for a long time, and it's been, you know, since Herbert's been there, they haven't had that red zone target. They know how to get all the way down to the end zone, but they haven't had that guy they can just say, all right, here, run an in route, run an out route, run a slant. You're 6'2", 6'3", you're a big dude, just box him out and win the and win the touchdown. That's what Gerald Everett's going to do. They tried to do that with Cook last year. Cook was never that type of tight end. He's always just been a speedster, somebody who can cover a lot of ground. Um, and then my last take, Mike Evans, 100% love this kid. Williams. Good route runner. Um, Williams. Or Mike Williams. Yes, I'm sorry. You're right. Mike Williams. <laughs> Not the USC Mike Williams. I like Mike Evans too. Yeah, Mike Evans. Oh, he, I mean, they're you, kind of – You really have cloth. Mike Evans. Kind of, same, kind of cut from the same cloth. But um, as far as the record goes, though, I'm almost there with you, Kamish, but I'm going to go 12-5 and five with Nick. I think this is going to be an incredibly hard deep or hard division to even get four wins in, and whoever does is going to obviously take it. I think the Chargers have a good opportunity, a good chance to, but it's going to be real tough. Yeah, it's going to be a tough division. You know, we we have another tough division next week in the NFC West. I mean, like I said prior in our in our like show before the summer started, it's literally the theme of the NFL this year is how the West is won. It really is what it's what it feels like for sure. And it would be really cool to possibly see an interstate uh, Super Bowl, possibly or inner city, excuse me, Super Bowl as well. All right. So speaking of schedule, I don't know who spoke of it. I just did. Give me Dan your most favorite game on this schedule. Ooh, that's tough. The thing with it's box office in LA this year. Uh, you look at all the matchups. Obviously, you have the AFC West. Uh, the, the games that come to mind, you have the Chiefs game. Uh, I think it's week two. You have it in Kansas City. You also have the one. I think they have five prime time games, which is the most of any team in the NFL. Um, they have games up in San Francisco. I think it's going to be or up in the Bay Area, which is going to be a big one. Uh, going up against the Colts now with Matt Ryan's going to be huge, um, but I, it might be it might be Week One, it might be Week One or it might be Week One against the Raiders or it might be at the end of the season against the Rams. Depending on where the team lands, the inner city Rams Chargers might be a fun battle as well as just there's a, such a heated rivalry between the Raiders and the Chargers. Week One right after the gate, right after what happened Week 18, start off the season. Uh, I think those got to be good, and I got to say real quick on the Isaiah Spiller. Austin Eckler thing. The, the Chargers, you're totally right, Justin. Their, their running game has been atrocious outside of Austin Eckler. And if they can – and they, there's a lot of praise here in L.A. for Isaiah Spiller. If he can be that actual RB2, this offense is going to be almost unstoppable, it seems. They, their offense was already prolific without a second running back. At a tight end, at a second running back, sky's the limit. And honestly, that week one game – Mr. INT, J.C. Jackson, most interceptions in the NFL the last three seasons, going up against Devontae Adams. You have Derwin James. You have Asante Samuel, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Derek Carr, Max Crosby, Joey Bosa. I mean, there's so many stars in that game, and it's just drama. 
and I we can't wait to see it. Yeah, L.A. set up for his drama. Dan's the best. Listen, he hits every segment. Then he hits almost every game on the schedule. Gotta love it. <laughs> Nick, what say you, sir? Give me a game on the schedule you like. I'm sorry. Uh, going forward, um, Dan, you ha- you are the doppelganger to uh, Robbie Gold. I'm calling it right right now. You I'll look just it. like Robbie Gold. You look just like Robbie Gold. All right. So I wish I could kick as good as Robbie Gold. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, Penn Stater. So anyway, um, what you you said the game between the Rams. That's one that I was going to go with, but I'll go with another uh, offensive juggernaut game. I am going to go. Uh, Sunday, November 27th, week 12 at the Cardinals. I think that's going to be a good game. Uh, there, there's going to be a lot of passing, high scoring, not much defense, and that's what the NFL loves. Because yeah, if we can cool. get a game like we did a few years ago between the Chiefs and the Rams every week, the NFL would love that. Absolutely yeah, I, love that. As fantasy analysts, we would as well. Justin, give me a game you like as well, sir. Um, So I am going to actually just be very uh, fundamental about this one, and I'm not 49ers. going to pick it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to pick the 49ers. That's what's going to surprise you. I'm actually yeah. going to say it is week five against the Texans because last year that was the game yeah. you guys should have won to get Don't into the playoffs, and you guys need to win Ooh. these games. You guys need to stop not showing up when you need to show up. These are the games that you need to automatically be like, all right, check next. Let's go. Chargers, you need to go get that game. That's a redemption game. Justin Herbert threw three interceptions, and I lost my fantasy week, and I lost $2,000 on that one. (laughs) Almost lost his girlfriend. If I remember right, that was the COVID game for the Chargers where they had so many guys out due to injury slash COVID. Again, no excuse. You should beat the Texans. But, well, yes, that, that one hurt. Half of your roster is still better than the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> very astute point, to say the least. Yeah, and what, wow, that was like a – that's a very personal game too, Justin. I feel you. <laughs> Speaking of personal games, you guys know I love the, the Christmas ones and the New Year's Day ones. But, listen, still in December – America's team, the Miami Dolphins, are coming to L.A. I cannot freaking wait. What a test that's going to be for the Miami Dolphins, to say the least, to see kind of where we're at. I'm a little nervous. I don't know if we're quite ready for the L.A. LA stuff because I know how we like to build up and totally blow it. So we'll see what happens. I'm, Tua I'm a little... versus Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We come back. We got Fantasy Feud Chargers edition. I cannot wait. And I'm going to we're going to randomly pick our uh, opponent for Dan tonight. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do. It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So, we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February 
to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. You put them up, reach the skies and the stars up above, because it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. Get on the underdog today. Use that promo code TSS. And Justin, a friend of the show, actually had a little comment for you earlier, oh, yeah. and, I, and I missed it. So I just wanted to play that out there. So, yes, thank you, Mr. Andrew LaDuke. We do appreciate you as always. All right. Now, Dan, we unfortunately don't have any fancy buzzers. So basically the gist of this game is I'm going to ask said question and you're just going to shout the answer out. And if you're the first to get it, you take control of the round. Just like traditional family feud, it'll be five questions per and you'll have three or excuse me, five answers per and you'll have three strikes to close it out. If not, the other side, which is Nick tonight, since he was late. He will be your opponent, and he will get a chance to close it out if possible. See, I think we should do this instead. I think Dan should get to choose his opponent tonight. Hey, let's yeah. do a triple threat. You want to do a triple threat tonight? I want to get on this. Sookie, right. Sookie, here we go. Triple threat, let's go. It's time to play the few. Bring down the game. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> Not going to be a long game tonight because Dan's about to mop the floor. Although I did see Nick during the commercial break all over here on his computer. So here I was go. looking up pie recipes. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. They have a little advantage because they know what kind of questions I like to answer. So don't 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 mind them at all. All right, top five answers on the board. Here's our first question. In all time Chargers history, give me the top rushing T D leaders of all time. Tomlinson. You gotta get the name. I said Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, I heard Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> I said two letters, and they were both correct. Yes, now, you got to get your hearing checked, Mr. Polydipsia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, you got control, sir. Go ahead. I, I, if you get the rest of these, you are cheating. Go ahead. What else you got? <laughs> Marion Butts. Marion Yeah, he's cheating. <laughs> No Marion Butts? That's no just an amazing Marian name. But, sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. So Wait, oh, no, I still control the board. Oh, I got, you get the three strikes. It's all right. All right. What else you got? No Marion Butts. Oh, that, that, that's such a great name. How about Natron Means? Natron Means. Natron Means comes in at number five on this list with 34. By the way, LaDainian Tomlinson, number one, 
138 TDs. All right, what else you got, Nick? 138 TDs. Um, who played for San Diego that was good that can run uh, run the ball? Yeah. Oh, um, 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 the guy that we got. Oh, Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews. Well, you don't look like you're cheating, although I do see that screen reflecting off those glasses. All right, what else you got? Oh, he was a stud back in the day. Uh, Joe Hadel. This guy, Joe Hadel. He was a stud back in the day. Like, you had any idea. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. See, I wasn't cheating. I love these <laughs> transitions. These are too good. I wasn't cheating. All right, we're going to give Dan's a guest tonight. So, Dan, you'll get the first opportunity to steal. You got He's got number one and number five. A lot of little little meat in the middle of the sandwich. Two, three, and four left. So you got it. I got to say, Melvin Gordon has to be on there. Melvin Gordon. Oh! Forgot about Millie Mel. Dan steals the round and gets it. Listen, though, Justin, I'm going to give you a chance here. Do you know two or three by chance? Uh, no. I was going to ask if that's in like the 60s, 70s. Total touchdowns. Or rushing touchdowns. Sorry. It's just rushing TDs. So, okay. So, my bad. Melvin Gordon, number four on this list, 36 TDs. Now, Chuck Muncy is number two. He is 43. Look how the bit difference. How 138 for David Tomlinson. The next, he has almost 100 more than the next. 43. Paul Lowe is number three on this list with 38. Good luck. That's why I said, if you know that name, I know your butt is cheating. All right, let's go on to the next question. You guys know where I'm going. This is always fun trip up our fandoms a little bit here because nobody really knows these so we'll see if you do top five answers on the board here's the question in all-time chargers history give me the top five opponents you have the best winning percentage against arizona cardinals the arizona car boy this guy's quick tonight isn't he Quick tonight. Were you just no. going alphabetical there, Nick? Or did you just have that in your head? Like, Arizona Cardinals, I know they I always Well, <laughs> well being right, though, if anyone keeps noticing. And that's where no, that action keeps coming off of. So, being that I'm being that I'm a co-host and I've seen enough of these shows, I kind of get to know who which teams suck and which teams kind of don't. Very good point, sir. Very astute. Cardinals, number two. The Chargers are 10-4 and four all time against the, against the Cardinals. All right, you control, Nick. What else you got? Detroit. The Detroit Lions. Ew. <coughs> good guess. What else you got? <coughs> the J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. Another great guess. But wrong. Got one more strike. Two strikes. A lot of meat on this bone for these other guys. Hell yeah, there is. Um, I don't know. Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars. 
The Jags are number one on this list, nine and three all time against the Jaguars. All right, you got one and two. You got something else, Nick? Carolina. The Carolina Panthers. Stop it. Get some help. Sweet new alternative uniforms, though, by the way. All right, well, let's give Justin now an opportunity. You get a chance to steal here first, and we're doing triple bet tonight. You a lot of meat here. You got three, four, and five. You got to guess. I think it's got to be a terrible team. All right, you know what? You didn't have one ready. Uh, let's let's go. With, let's go with the Browns. Pan left. The Cleveland Browns, number five on this list, 18, nine, and one. So you do steal the round. Um, Dan, I'll give you an extra point here if you can give me number three or number four on this list. New York Giants is the only one I had. The No, the New York Giants not on this list. Ah. So we have number three, the Buffalo Bills. Really? Who would have thought that? 24, 11, and two versus the Bills all time. Number four on this list. You were getting close to the memory, guys. You remember these old school bad teams, the Bucks, eight and four all time mm-hmm. against the Tampa Bay Yuccaneers. All right, so Justin's got one, Dan's got one. Let's see if good old Flanders can get one in round number three. Top five answers on the board. Here's the question. We're going to go opposite way of this question. Give me an all time Chargers history top five opponents. You have the worst winning percentage against. Jeez. The Kansas City Chiefs. Well, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> well, I was actually surprised. I'm, I'm going to go Raiders. The Raiders. I can't help but say it like that. Shit, the Broncos? That's still wrong. The Broncos. Everyone, just the AFC West tour today. Patriots. It has to be the Patriots. The Patriots. That's the sore subject. New England, number five on this list. You guys are 14, 24, and two all time against the Patriots. All right, Dan, you control. What else you got? Let's see here. Um... Um, this is horrible because I just think of all of the gut-wrenching losses this team's had over the past two decades. Um, let's go with the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. My man said, don't make me remember this. Don't make me think about all the bad losses. All the, all the, pain, all the pain and suffering. I don't I, relive it. I'm just remembering. I'm remembering the. I mean, this is not my answer, but I'm just remembering like heartbreaking losses to the Colts and to the Ravens and to the Jets with Nate Kading and duh. Um, I got one more, right? You got two more. Yeah, go right two ahead. More. Okay. Uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Let's see. Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Who do we suck against? Not the uh, new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Hmm. Man. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Still on the board. Number four, uh, you guys are nine and twenty-three all time against the Steelers. Wow. Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> oh hell no. All right, Nick. This is your chance to tie the triple third up. What do you got? <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to go with Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. I find it a little suspect, but hey, it's kind of cool. Make some drama. It's We got one final round to call it all. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay, Lower Packers. The cage. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers are number two on this list. You guys are two and ten all time against the Packers. Oh my goodness. Number one, opposite of your answer before, the Panthers. One and six all time against Carolina. Wow. Interesting. How about, how about you know what? One thing I've noticed too, it's always stays in the same division. How about number three, the Falcons? Three and eight all time against the Falcons. Isn't that strange? I guess that's when Matt Ryan was good. Weird anomaly to say the least. All right. Well, like I said, or Justin said, let's lower this cage. Triple threat match. We got one round to win it all. Top five answers on the board. Here is the question. In all time Chargers history, top five receiving touchdowns. Keenan Allen. Ah. Keenan Allen, remember, this is all time. Kellen Winslow. That was a stupid Kellen Winslow Wow. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. And that's all. Like like, <laughs> like Ladanian Tomlinson, he has a pretty not not as an extensive lead, but a pretty decent lead. Antonio Gates, number one on this list, 116 all time. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know what? I totally messed up. 
And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself out. I just noticed Keenan Allen is on this list. So let's I, go. I made, I made an error. I made an error. That's on me. So we're gonna have to. We got to go back. The judges called me out. So we got to go back. Got to give it award it to Dan. I'm sorry, Justin. He was gonna get Antonio Gates anyway. So that's on me. But all right, Dan. What else you got? Uh, let's go. I gotta go. Bambi. He has to be on there. Charlie Joyner. Charlie Joyner. It's better that he got it anyway, Justin. You weren't gonna know the rest of these. Well, I would have guessed uh, Keenan Allen, too. To be fair, you're right. Uh, Keenan Allen, by the way, number four on this list, he was at 48. Charlie Joyner, he is the number five on the list with 47. So you got two and three left on this list. And it's okay if you don't get them because I know these two won't. So you're all right. Don't worry. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't remember the late Vincent Jackson. I don't remember how many he got, but I know he was up there a bit. Um, so I'm trying to think. Keenan McCardell, no. Mm-hmm. Um, all-time receiving. Honestly, LT might be on that list. Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had receivers on top of. I think uh, Peyton was uh, receiving one of the receiving yeah, touchdowns in some in Bears history. So it's not a bad guess, to say the least. Uh. I think recently it's like Malcolm Floyd, maybe. I don't know if Vincent Jackson had more. I'm gonna say Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson. That's a good guess. Time receiving touchdowns. Wow. I'm surprised Callum Winslow's not on that list. Um, yeah, I double checked this time. Out <laughs> of boy, man, I'm out of guesses. Uh. I think Eckler already got eight this last season. How many did how many did Keenan Allen have? Keenan Allen had forty eight, and Charlie okay, no Jordan forty has that. Okay. Um. Uh, no idea. I'm gonna go with Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. All right, Justin, since I messed you up earlier, which is my bad, but not really because, like I said, you wouldn't have known the rest. Can you got first guess here on this one? Can you give me two or three? First of all, I would have definitely guessed Charlie Joyner 100% every day of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you already said Vincent Jackson. You said Malcolm Floyd. Um, let's see. Uh, shot in the dark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got nobody. <laughs> All right, Nick, Nick, do you got it? Do you got a guess? Look at him look to the right. Go ahead, Nick. No! <laughs> I'm going to play it back. You literally went. <laughs> All right, what else you got, Nick? Let's go. You got one? I got one name, and I hope he's on there, and you can call me for cheating, but I'm not. Lance Allworth. God <laughs> oh, damn it. He played under Air Coriel, and all they did was throw. It was a 1970 AFL, and that's what I remember. This guy is so full of shit. I'm not full of shit. Number two on this list, 81. And uh, number three, Gary Garrison uh, was the third guy. Who the hell is that? 
I have no okay, idea. Okay, so question, question. Yes. Technically, I said Bambi earlier, and that was supposed to be Lance Allworth. Do I get uh, any brownie points? Bambi was Lance Allworth's nickname, not Charlie Joyner's. Well, you said Charlie Joyner, so therefore you're... I know. Yeah, so that's what I just assumed. You you get a little brownie points, but unfortunately, still the loser tonight. (laughs) Unfortunately... Oh, it gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. Send that brownie button in the mail. He lost to the Google Google machine known as Nick Macaronis tonight. Congratulations, Nick. You are a winner. And to our losers, unfortunately, goes to Flores. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And to for the for the, for the cheater one, you should have Tom Brady with his thumb up. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't cheat. I think and that's a good idea. footballs everywhere. This, this is why we're in the summer, Justin. We're getting things <laughs> settled for the season. So I, I think you're right. I need to get like a little transition video for the cheating ass over there. All right, I didn't cheat. So let's take a quick break. I'm gonna totally play that back later. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on YouTube and scream. I literally saw this man go. And go, oh, I think it's like, oh, no. Anyway, we're no. going to take, take a quick break. When we come back, it's a fantasy show. We're going to get control and talk about fantasy football for a little bit. Let, we'll, we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? <laughs> Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, 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 sorry, and now possible trade You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league. Create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget tssfantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. All right. Fantasy Show of the People. It's time for some fantasy rankings. I hope you're ready. I'm 
just want to say, text. Nick just replied, "Oh my God, I know NFL trivia." Bull. I do. Let's get on with it. We're going to talk about fantasy rankings. Haters going to hate, I guess. Let's talk about the quarterback. Obviously, Justin Herbert, man of the hour, number two in 2021. We've already went over extensively. Already the um, you know the upgrades defensively. Not a whole lot needed offensively because, quite frankly, it's 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 kind of hard to um, really Im- improve a perfected craft almost. Other than again, as Dan alluded to, running the football a little bit more. That's pretty much all this offense needs to do to be perfect. So again, I have him this season at number two. I mean, but could easily be number one. Could be, you know, he's right there on that top. I just put him there at number two because I'm just kind of rolling the dice with Josh Allen at number one because of his running ability. But Justin Herbert, easily somebody you need to go out for your fantasy rosters. I mean, pretty pretty easy analysis for tonight on Justin. Speaking of Justin, what say you, sir? Yeah, so he used to be the little-known secret of the fantasy world. Now he's everybody's darling. Um this is, uh, he's my number one. He's been my number one for two seasons now. Uh, it's not just because his name is Justin, too, because I actually don't like Justin Fields at all. But what I do like about him is he actually, you know, he ha- everybody thinks of him as just a limited quarterback, but he actually added six rushing touchdowns last year. So, I mean, when you push that on top of what he can do with his arm, he's right up there with Josh Allen. Now, is he asked to do it as much as Josh Allen? No. But at the end of the day, he has more throwing potential, I think, in this offense. He has more already established options. He has a running back who can just eat up yards off of a dump off. And then he's going to have a even better line this year with their offensive line addition of Zion Johnson. Sky is through the freaking roof for Justin Herbert. Like I said, he is an exclusive club. The 5,000-yard club in your sophomore year. Only Dan Marino and Patrick Mahomes. So you know it's not a jabroni club. It's the real deal. He's the real deal. Justin Herbert's my number one this year. He's going to take over that spot from Josh Allen. Once we get done with our summer vacation, we'll be talking more about fantasy and, and different strategies for different types of drafts. Well, we're here to say, doesn't matter the draft strategy or whatever draft you're in, Justin Herbert's an easy QB to go after early and, and feel comfortable with. Nick, what say you, sir? Yeah, I'm going to go along with what Justin said, but I have I have Herbert at number two just because of everything that Justin said about uh, Josh Allen. Uh, he, he does run the ball more, uh, and he actually has a better defense to put him in shorter fields to – to create those touchdowns and uh, whether it's via rushing or, or, or by passing. Um, so I'm going to say like, it's, and like Cooper was saying too, we're splitting hairs. Uh, you know, I have respectively, I have Allen Herbert and Burrow one, two, and three, and you're splitting hairs between, between the three of them. Uh, solid pick, any pick of any pick. So they could be your first, three picks off off the board in round one, or they could be their first three picks off the board in round three. So uh, depending on where you want to go and, and get your quarterback. But again, he threw for 5,000 yards last year in 38 touchdowns. It's going to be hard to top, but if anyone can do it, he can do it. And he probably will. Improvements, in the offensive line, the upgrade in the tight end totally can do it. Dan, what say you, sir? I kind of know where you're heading. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, th- I mean, a quarterback that had almost 5,400 yards total with the air on the ground. He had, I think it was like 44 touchdowns or something crazy last year, uh, including rushing and passing. Uh, again, it's going to be hard to match that this year. Would, do I think he could match that? Yes. Honestly, though, I think you're going to see a little bit of a decrease from him this year, but that's actually a good thing. I think he's not going to have to play Superman as much this year, in theory, because of the rushing improvements. They got Zion Johnson, they got Isaiah Spiller. They have more yak with a Gerald Everett added to the team, and their defense is so much better with they'll be able to kind of not have to rely on having to go down fourth down all the time. Although, hell with it. You see the fourth and Staley hat. They're going to go fourth down all the time because why not? They're the best in the NFL at it. So top, he's absolutely a top five, but I don't know if I'd put him number one just because I think he needs to be less than Superman than he was last year. Yeah, I mean, not a bad analysis at all. Talking of going back now, if he's less of a Superman, we got to rely on that running game a little bit more. So going to Austin Eckler into these running backs too. Um, we talked about Isaiah Spiller earlier. Larry Roundtree was brought up. So right now, it's, it looks like Spiller is going to be the spell back and the third down back maybe as well. Um, you know, again, maybe Dan can get to that a little bit later as we get into the running backs. But I, again, you alluded to this a minute ago, Justin, when you said Isaiah Spiller, we don't know. We don't know with Roundtree. So, you know, there's no reason not to trust into Austin Eckler again this year and have a, have even more confidence in him. The only thing that shied away from me was the injury year he had. Um, that's why I always kind of shied away from Austin Eckler, but man, he really played a great season last year and this is a great offense to be in. And especially the way he plays football and catches the ball, the backfield, he does everything. He is a great back to have none to say least. I got him right now at number four, not to say again, going back to the Justin Herbert analysis, he could easily slide in the top two, three, even number one for sure. All right, Justin, what say you, sir? Um, yeah, so, I mean, Austin Eckler is 100% a great running back. Um, he had 63 red zone touches last year, which was off the freaking chart. I mean, they were trying to get him involved in everything around the red zone, and rightfully so. He's the best athlete they have coming out of that backfield. Obviously, they've spent a pick on getting a backup for this guy for the past couple years for a reason, because, you know, they, they need to get him off the field. They need to keep him a little bit healthier. I mean, if you keep running him into the ground, unfortunately, he's of the smaller stature, so he might get, you know, dinged up a little bit easier. Um also, I, I love that he has like 400, 500 pound squat videos all the time. I mean, that guy just, he influences me to get been in the gym. So, um, for me, I look at him as he's running back sticks for me right now. Uh, there's got to be a regression coming. Um, you don't bring in a running back three straight years if you're not trying to find a solution goal line back. I think that he's probably going to get some touches taken away, some touchdowns taken away. That being said, I do think that he could be in store for his first 1,000-yard season. That offensive line is just so stacked right now. I mean, and they've done it the right way. They went out, they got an all-pro center in Corey Lindsley. They got a all-pro guard slash tackle in Rashad Slater, and now they're going to get another gem in Zion uh, Johnson doing it the right way. Uh, I think Spiller is definitely worth a flyer in later rounds too. Yeah, I mean, a definite handcuff to say the least. And, you know, um, going back to uh, you talked about his carries being a little limited with Isaiah Spiller possibly taking some of that. One thing I will say about that too, though, to what Dan was saying to the point I was making, (laughs) 
if they are going to lean on lean on this running game more, yeah, maybe there's less um, giving less total touches to Austin Eckler still may mean the same amount of touches from last year if they're relying on this running game a little bit more. But, you know, I guess the other plays out, obviously. Nick, what say you, sir? Uh, right now, I'm going PPR. So I have Austin Eckler at number one because of his receiving uh, capabilities. Last year, he has 70 receptions on 94 targets, 647 yards to go with his 20 uh, total touchdowns. Uh, you know, today I have him at, at number one. You know, if, if he's, let's say at week four, he drops to see, you know, he might get his wish to be on the field a little bit less. But as of today, I have him on, uh, rank number one. We did talk about their, their offensive line. They are lacking though on their right guard and, and right tackles and, uh, Schofield and Norton. So I'm, I'm going to project, you're going to see a lot more, uh, runs for him either up, up the middle or to the left. So, uh, and then of course he's going to get those receiving, uh, yards, whether they be off of dumps and slants and whatnot. So right now I have him at number one and, uh, Cooper's just laughing because he just likes to laugh whenever I talk. No, I actually was sitting here thinking, well, I bet all the defensive coordinators right now are listening to Nick like, Ooh, well, that so they're just going to run to the middle and the left. Okay, let me mark that down. Anyway, all right, let's get to Dan. <laughs> Say you on the running backs. Yes, and, and what a world that we're living in. Where we're talking about the Chargers and stacked offensive line. Like Philip Rivers would have hoped for this for twenty years and never got it. And Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Last year, all of their success, Nick was right, was to the left side. They have Corey Lindsley, all-pro center from Green Bay. Then they get Rashawn Slater, left tackle, all-pro as a rookie. Ridiculous. Matt Filer, who I think might be one of the most underrated offensive linemen in the NFL, plays left guard. Then you add Zion Johnson to be your right guard right off the, right off the cuff. And then rumor has it, Trey Pipkins, who's been training with uh, Duke Manyweather, who's like the offensive line guru, also training with Rashawn Slater, now in his fourth year, a lot of improvement is being talked about in the Chargers camp. So offensive line doesn't really – the only hole really is the right tackle, and you can you can scheme for that if you can have one hole. You can use tight ends. You can use running backs to kind of scheme around that. That said, uh, they uh, – Austin Eckler I think is still going to be great. It's hard, it's hard to imagine him not having a ton of volume – and if the Chargers are relying more on him being fresh with an Isaiah Spiller to help him, that's just going to be more for him. I mean, he was it was like 4.4 yards per carry, I think, for him last year. And then any other Charger was like two-something. 
that there was no RB2 last year. If the Chargers can have a right side with Zion Johnson added, Matt Father's still there, Corey Lindsey, Rashawn Slater, and just the, the, the risk of Justin Herbert throwing it all over the map, Austin Eckler's going to field day. Regardless, doesn't matter. Absolutely. Definitely somebody to go out and grab, to say the least. Go, let's go out to the receivers. And again, this offense is great. There's just so much to talk about fantasy-wise. Look at the receivers. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. And Mike Williams surprised me. I didn't realize that he was number nine last year overall. I went and looked him up. I was like, wow. I didn't I had some really great weeks last year just for finally for once Mike Williams stayed consistent I always felt in the past where Mike Williams where he has some great ups and you're like oh yeah let me go grab Mike Williams and then he would be a no-show last year great year um, number nine overall last year Keenan Allen 15th overall um, this year I got um, him I got Keenan Allen 11th and I got Mike Williams at 19th I just got them kind of closer to each other where one's not really eaten as much as the other, but really again, go going back and forth between the two, quite frankly, Joshua Palmer last year, 75th overall, not too shabby to say the least Jalen Guyton as well. 67th overall. I don't have them ranked in my top 60 as of yet, but you know, there's lots of time here and lots of camp and lots of things to play out where I'm going to start moving these rankings around a little bit, but not ranked quite yet, but I can certainly see them creeping back up into the rankings. Justin, what say you on all these great plentiful receivers? Yeah, so I think last year was the first year we saw Mike Williams kind of slide into what is going to be his future role as the Keenan Allen receiver. And why I say Keenan Allen receiver, they moved him around and expanded his route tree. And when they first got Joe Lombardi, I thought it was the perfect setup for him. You have your Michael Thomas, you have your long ball threat, you have your, you know, receiving running back, and you have your big arm quarterback. They mixed everything up with what I thought it was going to be. They ran Mike Williams on shorter routes, got him open more often, and they took advantage of his size being 6'4 against, you know, the secondary uh, or the second corner. And they ran, you know, Keenan Allen. He still had his route tree, but they ran Keenan Allen deep as well. So, you know, I was like week to week, it was like, who's going to be the deep threat? I remember in the Dallas game, they changed it up so much that I think Keenan Allen had like three catches for like 90 yards. He was averaging like 30 yards a, a reception, which was absolutely insane. I was just like, that's not how they use Keenan Allen on the regular. And then Mike Williams was the guy that was catching short intermediate passes, which worked out because he ended up getting more touchdowns. And we all know Keenan Allen's never been a touchdown guy, never had more than 10 touchdowns, ever had actually 10 touchdowns in his career, I believe. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm saying they both have a good possibility of being top 15. It all depends on Mike, Mike Williams staying healthy this year. If he can stay healthy for even, say, 15 games, I'm going to put him in that top 12. If Keenan Allen stays healthy like he's been in the past, I think he's still got top 15 potential. PPR wise, obviously he can be top 12 because he always gets that kind of like that target overload put to him. But um, these are two guys that as of right now, I've got Mike Williams at number 12 and I've got Keenan Allen at number 16. Yeah, and don't sleep on um, Guyton or um, Palmer as well. I, I like Josh Palmer. I just I, I can't get behind 
him being a full-time guy until I really see it. Like last year, they kind of teased him a little bit and they kind of mixed it with Guyton and they had a little bit of Tyron Johnson in there for a little bit. I need to see him be the full-time slot before I'm fully sold on him. Yeah. What I was really, the thing with those type of guys though, it's almost like a late round handcuff, if you will, because if you talked about Mike Williams getting injured or even Keen Allen goes down, now you have one of these guys stepping up as, you know, a primary role in a high-powered offense, and you are looking pretty, to say the least. Nick, what say you on the receiver, sir? Uh, right. So I have, again, PPR, I have Keenan Allen at number 11, and I have number, and I have uh, Mike Williams at number 19, and I'm looking over their stats from last season. Mike Williams had bigger numbers all across the board, um, except in the categories uh, over Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen had 157 targets. Uh, Mike Williams only had 129. So, And then their first downs was 66 to Allen and 51 to Mike Williams. So they have, like Justin said, they have turned Keenan Allen into the possession receiver and Mike Williams into the deep threat. The only thing, the detriment to Mike Williams is sometimes he's on, sometimes you don't know where he is. Um, and then another thing too, <clears throat> I looked at, I looked at their ages, uh, respectively coming in this season, they're going to be 28 and 31 with, uh, Keenan Allen being, being the older guy. So they might be in the process of transitioning that one and two spot. I had Keenan Allen, not I Keenan Allen last year. And I had Mike Williams the year before. I should have flip-flopped him, and I would have had a b- better season. But, yeah, um, again, with this offense, you can't go wrong with either one. But it just seems like Herbert goes with the guy with the hottest hands, if that makes sense. It makes total sense, Nick. Good job. Dan, what say you on the receiver, sir? It's wild to have, I'm just listening to all of the, the commentary. We have arguably a top two quarterback. We've got a top five running back. Let's call it that. You've got two top 15 receivers. And, you know, in a receiving core, Josh Palmer, a lot of excitement coming from him. Second year wide receiver did very good against a great competition when he was in college. And he is kind of that Mike Williams archetype, uh, but he's been under the tutelage of Keenan Allen for route running. Uh, so you heard Keenan Allen talk about it recently, like third and me, referring to Keenan Allen. He's Mr. Third down. He just churns those out. And I think he had the most in the NFL last year. And then if you look at him and Mike Williams, so Mike Williams, right, he kind of goes up and down when it comes to yards or touchdowns. One year he gets 1,000 yards. Next year he gets 10 touchdowns, but not 1,000 yards. It kind of goes back and forth. Last year, Joe Lombardi comes in. He becomes the Michael Thomas in this offense. You have Michael Thomas is able to do kind of basically everything, but most more so the deep route, the 50-50 balls that he does very well. And then Keenan Allen, everything underneath. But now you got Mike Williams kind of doing both. And then when you have Justin Herbert, where he doesn't really care who's open, and he gets it to him, you're going to see yeah. a lot of volume for both of these guys. If they can stay healthy, both are top 15. They have to be. Um, and it's, it's got me excited to just think about kind of the tandems across this team. We got We got, obviously, the running back duo got the quarterback, got the wide receiver duo. Haven't even talked about the defense yet. Tight ends we haven't talked about. It's it's crazy, man. Chargers world is a wild world right now. 
Oh, man. I'd, I'd be sky high, to say the least. I feel you. All right, let's go on. We're going to the tight end. Let's quick talk about Gerald Everett. We alluded to him all night. Last year for Seattle, 20, or excuse me, yeah, 21st last year um, in Seattle. And listen, you know, you I know you alluded to before, you're saying that he didn't have, didn't, he's never had a quarterback. I mean, Russell Wilson, I mean, quite honestly, throughout his career, has just kind of been off and on feeding the tight ends, to be quite frank. Um, I I like uh, this move for Gerald Everett. Live, you know, you guys alluded to all the stuff that you've said earlier already about him. I think he's found himself a perfect home and a place where, listen, there is so much going on in this offense. How could he not get lost in this shuffle? How can you not see Gerald Everett wide ass open? Because everyone's so concerned about Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler, Mike Williams. There is just so much going on. Why not have wide open in the end zone? I think you're going to see that quite a few few times this year. Justin, what say you about Gerald Everett? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Gerald Everett's value this year. Um, he's going tight end 20 and above, and he's a screaming tight end one for me. Um, you know, Dan said it best. You know, Justin Herbert doesn't care who you are, if you're supposed to get the ball on that route or not. If you're open, you're open. And like you said, Coop, like when you've got double teams on Mike Williams because you have to, or you got double teams on Keenan Allen because you have to, and you see Gerald Everett, hey, look, he's right up the middle there in the end zone, and all he's got to worry about is a linebacker or a a high safety. He's going to throw it to him. And I think that was the biggest problem with uh, Jared Cook last year is that Jared Cook was never an efficient red zone tight end. He was always the guy that would take the top off. And Gerald Everett is not somebody who's going to take the top off, but he doesn't have to. He can play. He can sit there and play that Robert Tunyon role perfectly. Just sit there and catch 10 touchdowns and have a fantastic fantasy season. Um, I'm trying to get him on every single roster I have because – I mean, listen, tight end's one of those easy positions to fade and still be okay because there seems to be always somebody brand new in the top five every year. So I would take a shot. Gerald Everett has got a good chance to be top 10, even possibly top five this year. That is the most solid advice I've heard anyone give on this show. It's what I do every year. I slide on tight ends every year because there's someone that's going to bust out. There's always that guy no one's really expecting. It happens every year. By the way, you mentioned Jared Cook not being that guy. Well, not being that guy. Still got him 15th last year in fantasy tight ends, bro. So watch out for Gerald Everett. Nick, what say you, sir? Okay, so right now I have Gerald Everett at number 24. 24? 24. Listen. Listen. He's going with consensus right now. Danny boy, Danny boy, the pipes are calling. Just remember just this. Sit back remember and this discussion. Remember this discussion. I will remember this day. We're gonna clip it. Don't worry. I remember this day. Now, the reason why I have have him at twenty four is because Gerald Everett was always supposed to be the shiny new toy, the the big explosive player, and he never amounted to it. His best see he's never gotten over four hundred and eighty yards receiving. He's never scored four touchdowns in a in a in a season. Right now, Gerald Everett, right now, in this offense, is a touchdown or bust. That's it. Uh because by the time you try and find Gerald Everett, Herbert's already running with the ball up the sideline. Uh he, there's nothing flashy about Gerald Everett. He he always he always 
He always underwhelms. So that's why I'm hi Dan. Put your pick your jaw up off the floor. Put it put it up to your other one. Okay. Uh, so that's why I have him, that's why I have him at number twenty four. Full of grouchy Nick Flanders is back for the end of the show. Dan, what say you on the Chargers? And feel free to light into Nick. Twenty four. 24. Nick, Nick, I'm sorry. All right. So, number one, look at Gerald Everett last year. He was, yes, he had Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was gone for like six weeks or something with the hand injuries, but they had nobody throwing to him. Still came with 500 yards. Chargers, the one thing that they, well, two things they sucked at receiving wise drops, which Jared Cook had a ton of, and Tight ends, especially, they do not have any yard after the catch. And the charge team in general doesn't have yards after the catch. That's what Joe Everett is a specialist at. He's one of the toughest tight ends in the NFL. Has not been featured because of people throwing to him. And, I mean, two years ago, I wanted him to come to L.A. He ended up going to Seattle. He was not featured that year either. Then he had Jared Goff throwing to him. Then Jared Goff leaves. Stafford comes back. Stafford now doesn't throw to him anymore. He goes to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can't throw to him because he's hurt. He doesn't get much. He's improved every season. He has never had an offensive line remotely close to this level. He has never had a quarterback remotely close to this level. He has never had an offensive scheme remotely close to this level. Nor has he had the production opportunity that he's had at this level with this team. The Chargers have been featuring tight ends especially much this year or this past couple years. Joe Lombardi brings it in. Jared Cook, Donald Parham, they, all kinds of guys are getting it. Jalen Everett's the best tight end we've had, in my opinion, all around since Hunter Henry. And I might take him over Hunter Henry just because of what he can bring you all around. Yards after the catch, this team has been leading so bad. The easy yards, Jalen Everett, 24. I will bet a nice six-pack that he okay. well surpasses that. Dan, 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 hold on. Okay, okay, this is fantasy football. We go on stats. We don't go on the feelings factory, okay? If Jared Cook. The feelings factory Jared, is shut down. I go Jared with Cook, numbers. I have data. Data. And the data says 24. If and Jared don't because Cook, he's a victim of circumstance. Oh, boo-hoo, freaking who. All I'm he saying was 21 is, last if, year, if, what data are you looking Cook, at? If Jared Cook with bricks for hands could be 15, Gerald Everett is better than him. Yeah, no, agreed. And also, just Justin Justin's point, uh, <clears throat> 21st last year with a you know half to back to Dan's point with half a Russell Wilson uh, for the season. So there's only if he stays healthy, Gerald Everett definitely has high potential. But you know what's cool, Dan, is that Nick drafts in our league, so that's great. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so uh, listen, we haven't talked defense this entire um, summer in these segments. I just want to say really briefly, though, in my draft strategy, Justin alluded to earlier how you how you can fade tight ends. I actually, in my, I don't jump too early, but I'm one of those people that I will jump somewhat early for a defense that I think will put up major fantasy points, and this is one of them. You alluded to the all the playmakers that's the important thing i think on this defense there is just playmakers on this team i see a lot of big points and a lot of turnovers coming for the chargers and man like like we talked about earlier this team is super exciting for this season dan we appreciate you joining us i know this went a little bit longer than we expected but we do appreciate you being here 
please let everyone know where they could subscribe, follow, and you know follow you throughout the season and get all your good 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 stuff, etc. Yes, um, I will add on to that defense. But by the way, please. Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, arguably the best defensive end edge rusher duo in the NFL. Derwin James, arguably the best safety in the NFL. You got Asante Samuel Jr., Mister Int, JC Jackson. They got Kyle Van Noy. Like from a pure statistic standpoint. Playmakers everywhere. That team is absolutely a top five defense for you in fantasy. You can find me, find the show at Chargers Unleashed. You can find us on Twitter at LAC underscore Unleashed. Myself at Chargers Homer. Now we're part of the LA Football Network. Uh, we're always having fun here. Always having special guests on the show. Always having a good time. We'll be at training camp. But uh, Nick, Justin, this has been a lot of fun. Kamish, I enjoyed this time a lot. I cannot wait to reference this back when we get to the end of the season. Yeah, I know. Don't worry, Dan. We got we have we're gonna have a lot of these little moments, and this especially be one of them. And we hope that later on in the season we can get you back in. Oh, and we'll have to drink that six pack for sure to say the least. Oh, one it's more on, thing. It's on Nick. It's on Nick. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually, two more things that Cooper won't tell you. Number uh, one, he almost fin- finished dead last last year in in that in our league. Okay, uh, he was mi- Mister irrelevant for three quarters of it and number two on our current rankings at tssfantasy.com he has gerald everett ranked at oh by the way number 24 so right, he Nick, won't tell I, you that as i said alerted to earlier that those it's very early and i just threw rankings up just to have something up because it's too early right now and once we go through the summer i'm changing them but oh but when i, I say it's june and july you say don't say it's june and july in front of our zero viewers that you got you got out your uh your little emotions there all right guys we have a we had a fun time in la seriously it's been a lot of fun we do appreciate you know hope to bring you back on we are going tomorrow to the raiders and what stays in vegas or happens in vegas stays in vegas whatever it is we'll be Unless there it's an std We'll be here tomorrow night. Hopefully, Nick's in a better mood. Or Herbie. Dan, we appreciate you. (laughs) Or Kid. Let's get ready. Now they can stand. (laughs) I hit, see, I hit the, you got me so upset. I hit the wrong (laughs) outro button. (laughs) We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.